0: This episode is brought to you by Intelligent Change and their 5-Minute Journal. I have been using the 5-Minute Journal for, I think, I don't know, since 2019 maybe. I tell everybody about it. It's a great way to get your gratitude in, to reflect on your day. You do a couple minutes in the morning, maybe like two minutes, a couple minutes at night, maybe like two minutes. I think it actually maybe comes Down to less than five minutes, but I actually keep my five minute journal in the kitchen. So when I am like getting the girls breakfast ready then they start eating. I jot down my five minutes. Then after they go to bed, after I wash the dishes, I finish up my five-minute journal. I really love using it. I feel like it's helped me to kind of be on the lookout for more things to be grateful for. When we train our brain to look for things that we are grateful for, it'll start to do that. And I feel like since I started using the five-minute journal, I just have been a little happier, a little more joyful, a little lighter. And that's because gratitude really helps with that. And the five-minute journal process helps you to generate more gratitude. So there is a link in the show notes, and you can use code ML10 to get 10% off of your own five-minute journal. They have all different colors. The front is this really beautiful gold writing on some of them, black on others. But I really do love this journal. Oh, one of my other favorite things about the journal is that it's not dated. So, say you forget to do it a couple days—that's okay. You can always come back to it. So, head to the show notes, click the link, and you get uh, ten percent off with code MWild10. Hey, I'm Ashley Machado, a counselor and mental health consultant, and this is MWild the podcast. This tool. ...has been so helpful for me. I know you can do this. It's taken my business to the next level. Okay, let's do our breathing exercise. Getting an understanding from both perspectives. I'm happy we're here together. Hey everyone, in the spirit of the new podcast, I wanted to talk about why trying something new is scary and how to overcome it. I pulled Manny off the ranch today, so he is joining me again today.
1: Hey, everyone. We have a good topic today. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, so I actually came up with the idea for this podcast about two years ago, and I sat on the idea. I I think like made excuses about why I couldn't do it, and mainly it came down to fear, and I... I just wasn't taking my own advice. And so I put together all of the things um, that we really try and practice so we can start new things and not let the fear hold us back for, from things. Do you have any times you like were wanting to try something new and didn't, or were held back, or you know, paused before you started?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things where I think I'm still it's one of those things even as you get older it's still tough to try new things. It's easy to keep doing the same things, but trying new things is tough. Like the biggest example I have is when I got when I was finishing up with college, deciding what I was gonna do, and I had the golden opportunity to to start a calf ranch. I had all the resources, everything was lined up. The only thing that the only thing that I needed to do was literally just get started. And it took me way too long to get started. I just kept trying to wait for the right time, trying to get all my ducks lined in a row, trying it for the perfect moment, do all the research on how to do this, how to do that, how to run a business, how to raise calves, all the different things. And finally, it was just one day, my dad just said, hey, either you're going to do this or you're not. And then I just decided to do it. So then I just started the next day. It was December 18th. I remember the day I just got started. And that was by far the hardest step was just getting started I know it's repeated multiple times but it truly was the hardest step was getting started and from there I've been doing it for the last over the last 10 years 10 years plus and still learning still trying to overcome doing new things
0: yeah it feels scary in our brain because our brain is wired to protect us trying something new is scary because we've never done it before so our brain doesn't want us to do it because it's like I don't know what this entails. This is unknown. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what's going to happen. This is too much uncertainty. It's too scary. And it's trying to protect us from that uncertainty. But that's kind of where our courage has to come in. Brene Brown says that true courage comes from when we decide to take a risk and we don't actually know the outcome. And I think that is definitely pertains to when we're trying new things like we don't know if we're going to be good at it. We don't know what that first time is going to be like. We don't know anything because we've never done it before.
1: That and then even even worrying about what other people think is probably a big thing even now with social media and everything going on. You're always in the in the spotlight and trying new things sometimes leads to would you say like criticism or ridicule or questions that might make you feel uncomfortable and second-guess yourself?
0: Going off of what you said about social media, that's super true. And I think when we see people doing things and we want to try it and be like them, then we think like, oh, it's not going to be like that when I try it the first time. So I just might as, as well not do it. Or we procrastinate, or we're so hard on ourselves that we don't even try a second time if we did end up trying the first time. But the truth is, like, if someone is showing it on social media, it's probably not their first time that they've done it. It's probably like at least their fourth or fifth, or maybe they're even more advanced at what they're doing, unless you're really following along with someone from start to finish. But then again, you're most likely not seeing the first time that someone does something. So it's really important to remember, like, even though you've seen someone do something on social media, that doesn't mean your first time is, it's probably not going to be like that because you have to literally start still from the very beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have social media, but, If I did, I wouldn't be posting all my my failures on there. (laughs) I would probably wait until I was able to perfect it and then show everybody.
0: Okay, so we've put together five tips on how to work through the fear of starting something new. And step one, we think understanding that people are gonna say stuff is really important. So the truth is like, People are going to say stuff no matter what. They're going to talk, rather you're doing something or rather you're not doing something. And it actually has nothing to do with you. It's all of their fear and maybe some envy in them that is making them say these things. They've seen themselves trying something new and it feels uncomfortable to them and they're not sure how they would be able to handle the judgment from other people. And so they're placing judgment. But that's okay. That's them. And it actually has nothing to do with you and other people's words. You don't want to let that hold you back from trying something new. Because like I said, people are going to say stuff no matter what. I think that was one of the fears of me starting this podcast was like, what are people going to say? But I mean, honestly, I don't I don't care anymore. I'm and so I think that's important to have that mindset like people are going to say stuff and you you still live your life no matter what.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like the hardest thing that would be one of the hardest things to do would be to just block the block block other people's words or judgments out. I mean, I bet that just stops so many people dead in their tracks when they feel judged or they or they don't get it the first second or third time and they they just stop persevering because of people's words or judgments. I mean, that's probably the, po- the point when most people stop trying something new, whatever it is, whether it's a business, a skill, uh, just something they're trying to learn for fun. I'm sure that people's words and judgments might be the things that stop people from trying and persevering when really they need to, just keep, need to keep going because we truly can do whatever we set our minds to.
0: Yeah, and I think that if we stop right when we think like, oh, what are they going to say? We're we're not even imagining ourselves doing the thing that we're going to do. We're just like really so focused on what everyone else is going to say.
1: Yeah, at that point, we've probably just succumbed to, it doesn't even matter what we're doing. It just matters what other people are saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, step 2 is being proud of yourself for having the courage to try something new. So like I just said, when people see you or other people trying something new, they feel uncomfortable because they probably aren't going to try something new because a lot of people, most people don't and won't try new Things because it's hard and it's scary and it's vulnerable. So if you're wanting to try something new, give yourself a pat on the back because you are really taking steps forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, trying something new isn't isn't easy. It does take a lot of courage to do. Um, I mean, one thing I, I really got into numbers like a, a long years ago, years ago, years ago, and just realizing that that's what the numbers are kind of what drives business and everything has to make sense on paper before it makes sense outside of Microsoft Excel so like one thing i was new to was microsoft excel learn how to use that and manage the finances and things like that but at first i wasn't any good at it i didn't know how to properly use it it was just something totally foreign to me but then i just kept experimenting you know looking at things online reading books just just toying around with it until I finally got the hang of it and I'm definitely no master of it at this point but I'm still learning of still learning it and that's one thing I've come to enjoy is the process of learning.
0: I mean, I would literally say you're a master at it. All those numbers equals and sign exclamation point and then all of a sudden the right answer pops up. I mean, I don't know how to do that.
1: Yeah, it is fun.
0: I literally don't even know how to do anything, Excel, except for open it.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. It is fun. It's endless. Uh,
0: okay, step three, remembering that the first time is going to be uncomfortable and probably not going to be your best. And channel the growth mindset, the power of yet. Like I'm going to try. I may not be good at it the first time, but I'm going to keep trying because I'm just not good at it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that one. I read, uh, I read "Invent and Wonder," which is Jeff Bezos's book. I don't know if it's biography or just somebody who wrote it about him, but but I remember one thing was one of the it might have been a chapter. and I might butcher the timeline, but but one of the Amazon employees was trying to learn how to do a handstand, and it took her seven months to learn how to do the perfect handstand. And in the beginning, she was trying and she would just fail, but she was so determined that she hired a handstand coach and. And just practiced and learned and learned and practiced. And seven months later, she was able to do a perfect handstand. But it took seven months. I mean, that's over half the year to learn how to do a perfect handstand. So she could have easily given up when she fell and probably got hurt the first couple times. But but she persevered and kept going. I know it's a pretty, like, basic example of things, but... I always defer to that whenever I'm trying to learn something new. I think of that. It took this person 7 months to learn how to do a handstand. They wanted to do it. They were dedicated and they learned how to do it. So, if they could do that, then I can learn something new.
0: I I don't know how to do a handstand. Me neither. I don't know how to do a cartwheel either. Yeah. I need to do some practice so I can learn how to do those.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I just don't want to get hurt.
0: Did she say how she did it in the book or like it was just an example it was just an of
1: example. the growth. They, oh. didn't, they didn't go into details on it, but it took her seven months.
0: Ah, oh, I was trying to get some tips. Yeah. Carol Dweck, she is a PhD out of Stanford and she has this really great book um, called Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. And it really focuses on a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And I think that book, this book can be really helpful for people to help just kind of understand how a growth mindset will help you in parenting, help you try new things, help you understand like, okay, I am trying this new thing and I may not be good at it right now, but that doesn't mean that I'm never going to be good at it. So that's a great resource and a book to read and that book that Manny just recommended. Mm-hmm. Okay. Step four. Uh, remembering that you don't need all the things and all the tools to start. I've been watching this show when I walk in the morning called Breakpoint. It's a tennis show. And um, Arthur Ashe, he's not in the show, but he's a famous tennis player. And he says, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And that really resonated with me because I'm like a buy all the things before I start kind of girl. And the truth is you can buy all the things, do all the research, but that really doesn't mean that you're actually going to start. I think a good example of that is when people want to start working out and they buy all the workout clothes, they buy all the tools, and then it just sits in their garage and in their drawers. I mean, I think it feels really great to be in that space because you have so much hope and you haven't had to do any of the hard work yet, but it only feels good for so long to be in that space before you start to be like, okay, well, I have all the stuff. Why haven't I even started yet? So I think it's important just to remember just to find the smallest first step and take it. It's a really great place to start is what is the smallest next step that I can take to make progress? Because any type of progress is progress and just take it.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. It's like, it's like sometimes the smallest things are what spur action. Like when you decide to learn something new and then you just take one small step and then it just cascades from there and compounds and then you get better and better. And then and then you get that you get that motivation that comes with it too. It's like, oh, I started this. This wasn't that hard. What else can I do? And then, then you kinda get me at least, I kinda get excited about things after I, that first thing happens, whatever it is, big or small.
0: Yeah, I like I feel good about myself after I start that first thing. That's actually a good way to build confidence because you build trust in yourself. Yeah. So um Ed Milette says you build confidence by keeping promises to yourself. So if you've said, I'm going to start this tomorrow and you actually start tomorrow, you begin to trust yourself. Like that's one token in the, I trust myself. And then when you begin to build all your trust tokens up, that's when you begin to gain confidence. Mm
1: -hmm. That makes sense.
0: And then step five is to become aware of things that will keep you from taking the first step. So... Say you're wanting to make different eating choices, um, but your pantry is full of all of the choices you don't want to be making. Like, and you know, okay, if I have these foods in my pantry, I'm going to eat them all. Like, get rid of them so that's not holding you back.
1: Yeah, that, and even even going back to our what was it our our example? I mean, that comes friendships, relationships, and stuff like that too. You know, like if if you have like a I mean there may be people you surround yourself with that that aren't in the growth mindset and maybe are just comfortable with the way they are and that's totally fine but if there's someone maybe in your life who's holding you back who's holding you back that's something to be identified I'm not saying don't don't be friends with them but but at least identify that and try to work around it too because I mean I we, we all have plenty of things like that that hold us back.
0: Yeah, maybe That person isn't the person you're sharing your new ideas with or that you're going to try something new with them. And then remembering that we all start somewhere. We all had to learn what we're currently doing. We all had to start. These are just some tools that we've used to help get started. And now you can use them to start whatever thing you have been waiting to start on. I read this quote by Winston Churchill, and it says, to improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, like that.
0: Thanks.
1: All right, everybody, we'll see you later. Go try something new.
0: And listen for the breathing exercise, because it's coming up. If this podcast helped you or anyone you know in any way, it would mean so much to us if you could follow or subscribe to the M. podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can do that by going to the main page of the podcast and hitting the plus or follow button. You could also leave a five-star review if you wanted, or even share this episode with a friend. It would really mean so much to us. Also, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I'm happy we're here together. Let's do our breathing exercise. If you're driving, you can do this with your eyes open, hand on the steering wheel, or pull over. If you're not driving, you can close your eyes and put your hand on your heart. Now breathe in through your nose, and out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am brave. I am strong. I am kind. I am smart, I am beautiful, I can do hard things. Now breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth.